What's up, everyone? Welcome back to this week's edition of the Sports Facts Podcast. We have a grand one in store for you guys today, as today is our Sports Facts NFL Award Show. I'm going to be your host this week, Noam Adeshek. With me are my co-hosts Solomon Bly and Kylie Solenberg. What's up? What up? So how this week's show is going to work is we're going to be giving our picks for NFL MVP, Offensive and Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Defensive Rookie of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, which we're attributing more to injury than anything else, and Most Improved Player of the Year, which is going to be more performance-based, kind of split the traditional Comeback Player of the Year award up. We're going to also be doing Most Disappointing Player of the Year and Most Disappointing Team of the Year, and then finish it off with Coach of the Year, and then go over a certain notable offseason move that was recently made. (laughs) We'll also be discussing the runner-up slots for each award as we go. Let's do it. All right. All right. Well, with that, let's get into it. And I see no other reason why we can't just start off with the Sports Facts MVP. Kylie, take us through. All right. So first up, uh, who wins it is uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this dude, what a, what a season for him. Yeah, incredible. Absolutely incredible. We, we've been saying he's been up. <laughs> he's our MVP pick for, I don't know, the last five or six <laughs> episodes a good amount of episodes yeah. yeah a good amount yeah and his play has been absolutely tremendous this year yeah uh 48 48 touchdowns this year that that led the league so that's pretty good um yeah pretty incredible yeah. <laughs> this has been one of his yeah. better years i felt uh which is aaron Rodgers. you know he, we're used to him kind of doing this where he just has it, it plays incredibly but usually he doesn't win MVP. I believe this is his third. third. Well, if he wins I mean, the real MVP. It's, it's, pretty, ours, much, it's pretty much a, a guarantee. Like It pretty much is, but it hasn't happened yet. Regardless, he's won it. This is his, his third mm-hmm. MVP in our hearts. <laughs> uh, and, but, Absolutely yeah, so just, just to year. tell, 48 inter- uh, touchdowns and five interceptions. So, yeah. Holy that hell. is an average of 9.5 touchdowns per interception. Or a little less than 9.5, but that's just something crazy. Dude's insane. He does <laughs> not insane. throw on another level. It's on and three of level. those, weren't three of those against the Bucks yeah. in one of the regular yeah. season games? Yeah. <laughs> if you take about, so you take out a flute game, he's just on two picks the whole year. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. That's incredible. Yeah, Rodgers, what a year he's had. Fortunately, season's ended in the championship. As well, always. the MVP <laughs> is real as of now. We haven't, you know, this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This. Uh. Well, if assuming Aaron Rodgers wins it, which he probably will. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We we there was a little. It was really like a hit or miss for a while up until the end when he kind of separated himself from the runner from who we have as runner up, which is obviously Patrick. Yeah, Brown, it was. Who we we felt would be the runner up. Yeah, and we'll probably be the runner-up in real life too. I imagine, like I think these two are above any- anyone else, really making it too close to them. Yeah, I don't see anybody who really competed against them. Who was really like? No, nah, these two were on their level. Yeah, Rogers ended up um, separating himself by the end of the season, though. Oh, absolutely! Especially when Mahomes sat out that last game, it was it's all said and done. I I, he, I think he had won it before that, though. I think, yeah. Oh, for uh, sure. But I'm saying, I like... think I think the Dolphins game might have been the one that like. <laughs> Kind of started. Mahomes started like losing his traction. Well, a I mean, bit. yeah. Mahomes in general didn't necessarily have it. Uh, only, uh, I mean, it wasn't bad. Thirty-eight touchdowns is still a great return, but six interceptions. Yeah. So obviously, that's not exactly the pick. He's trash. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I mean, terrible. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, and then as far as yards goes, he actually out um, out threw Aaron Rodgers, but yeah, but, we'll just go through statistics. I, I mean, <laughs> yards, I, I feel like aren't the best uh, barometer for a quarterbacks because quarterbacks can Absolutely get yards. Uh, yes, I agree. I don't think passing yards necessarily equals quarterback mm. ability. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as for our, our third place runner-up, it would be Josh Allen. Kind of between him and Russell Wilson, they they both had really good years. I felt Josh Allen had a more impressive well, year. Without a doubt. I mean, if you brought up Russell Wilson, and it, it looked like it was going to be a race between him and Russell Wilson for like the first five weeks. And maybe a Kyler Murray, throw Kyler Murray in after five weeks. Um, yeah, but that – that fell apart after like seven yeah. or so more weeks. Yeah, just a out of those bit. three, I felt like Josh Allen kind of kept up his momentum. Yeah. So they all all they all had down parts of the year. Josh Allen had like two or three really bad games towards the in the first uh, eight weeks, but after that, it was really just smooth sailing. And by the end of the year, they were really hot. Yeah. Yeah. Good for. It's crazy. Yeah, good for all three. Congratulations mm-hmm. to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, moving on to our offensive player of the year, Solomon. Uh, so, present the award. <laughs> this year's our Sports Facts Offensive Player of the Year. Normally, you know, a lot of the times the, the player that wins MVP wins Offensive Player of the Year, but for our sakes and not to have redundancy, we chose a different Offensive Player of the Year, non quarterbacks. And Correct. Yeah. <laughs> we did do that we, this year. It was a, we had a couple good choices, but in the end, it was Travis Kelsey who won uh, this year, offensive player of the year for sports facts. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah he had such an. I think we can. We're all in agreement that he had the best year a tight end has ever had. Oh, absolutely. Just like I don't know about statistics wise. I believe statistics wise, so, we back that up. But film wise, he was just on another level. He I, I I was actually like kind of low on him last year, low like on you know for Kelsey, for Kelsey thinking like I just felt like Kittle and like even like Waller and Andrews were like kind of getting up there, beating him out a little bit. But this year, Kelsey comes back and silences everyone. Incredible year for Kelsey. He's insane. Yep. So Absolutely this year uh, marked a career high for Kelsey in terms of of yards, as he had fourteen hundred sixteen. And in terms of in terms of touchdowns, as he had eleven, breaking his previous high of ten. Um, <laughs> Fourteen hundred yards, yeah. eleven touchdowns. That's a that, amazing that a year. Great year. I, I, Trash. I, that's a great year. <laughs> um, the only the kind of only downside ish, but not really that big of a downside is his catch percentage was at seventy two percent, which is still pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. <laughs> I don't think that's I don't think that's bad. I mean, no, it's not bad. No, the catch percentage it includes uh, pass breakups, yeah. I believe. So it's not just yeah. drops. Yeah. He did have a few drops, but uh, yeah, incredible year for Kelsey. Our runner-up is Derrick Henry, obviously. In case anyone's screaming, screaming at their listening device, wondering <laughs> <laughs> why after running for two thousand yards, he's not. Getting it, he is the runner-up, and we were really torn to go uh, which way to go. I just we felt like Travis Kelsey had a better year because this might be the best year Titans ever had. Mm-hmm. 
And Derrick Henry's like up there for the top, I don't know, top ten years of running back has ever had. Maybe like yeah, it, yeah. it was it was it was hard, especially when you look at um I mean he had over two thousand yards and seventeen touchdowns. Yeah. So. The, yeah. It's incredible. Like he had an incredible year. No one's ever gonna take that away from him. He's probably going to win offensive player of the year in real life. Mm-hmm. I imagine. Um, yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. I, I think Kelsey has a good shot of winning it and Kelsey wins it on the sports facts. <laughs> but congratulations. Doesn't that, that's, yeah, congratulations, Travis. Doesn't take anything away from Derrick Henry though. No, not at all. Year. Uh yeah, he, he was they, – they fed him the ball as often as they could when he got going. He Multiple games of over 200 yards rushing, just, I mean, obviously, because that's what it takes to run for 2,000. But <laughs> honestly, an incredible year for him. 17 touchdowns, also really good. Just a bruiser all around. I, uh, he was playing on the tag this year, was he not? No, he signed a, he signed a contract. Yeah, he signed a contract? Just, but the, playing uh, on the, tag. Playing on the, the tag. outrage of it was obviously Tannehill got more money. Oh, well, yeah, Tannehill's a quarterback. Kind of makes sense. But, you know, there's this whole story. Not that I want to really delve into it, but, you know, there's this whole story that kind of copped up about it, even though they played different positions about rings. What, people? (sighs) Oh, okay. I don't. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that, considering one's a running back, hey, one's a quarterback. I, I didn't say I agreed with it. I'm just saying that that was a big topic. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're right that it's probably should not get into that. And then it was on to our third runner-up, <laughs> which would be Stephon Diggs, who you know also had an incredible yeah. year. I don't think anyone was expecting him to have the year he had. Definitely I mean, we not. Thought he'd be, we, we were like, oh, yeah, he can succeed in Buffalo. Well, not this well, he, goddamn. I didn't think, yeah. if we're being honest, I didn't think he would, like, turn this Buffalo, like, the way Buffalo's offense ran was so much better with Diggs. I mean... It really mm-hmm. was. It really was. Obviously, had, I mean, look how far they I mean, won. Like... He didn't... Touchdown-wise, eight was a little bit disappointing, because he, he did uh, he did struggle to find the end zone a lot during early. Yeah, touch, touchdowns for me are fluky. A bit early in the year. Eh, no, no, but my point is, like, Stefan Diggs was good for a, a touchdown almost every other game, I feel like, when he was in Minnesota. So yeah, it maybe. was. I mean, I mean, he still averaged out to get a touchdown every other game in the end because he had eight. But yeah, what I um, it was a little bit disappointing because it felt like he he wasn't scoring at the beginning of the year, just couldn't find the end zone at the beginning of the year. But it's mm-hmm. still a great yeah, yeah it's still a great up. year. I mean, he had a he had an incredible year. I mean, to me, touchdowns have always been like one of the flukiest stats, in particular because how you finish off a drive does not really equate to ability in my opinion but in Stefan Diggs case it's a little bit unique I mean he is like a deep threat kind of receiver in and what I mean by that is like big plays mm-hmm. from Diggs a lot of big plays from Diggs and those usually result in touchdowns yeah and he had... but I mean like if he gets tackled at the one or if he breaks the plane does not necessarily matter the most to me yeah it's like that's you get a lot of people um uh, talking about Derrick Henry's lack of uh, 17 touchdowns as being overrated because a lot of them are goal line just feeding him the ball and he falls forward <laughs> and he's six feet tall so he just falls in the end zone. Like, I was like, how you finish off a drive has never really mattered the most to me. Touchdowns are an interesting stat. Like if 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 Josh Allen or let's say let's say Patrick Mahomes because he's he said he had mm-hmm. like 38 or something or 36. If he 
if he throws for uh, 80 yards in a drive or 79 yards from the 20, I guess, and then they run the ball in the last yard, and he doesn't get like credit for that drive if we're judging based off of touchdowns, which is why I think it's like, you know, looking at these overalls, these overall numbers can be a little misleading. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And by, and by a little, I mean. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I just want to clarify that I don't disagree with you. My only point was that I thought, you know, when you just look at the numbers of what Stefan Diggs does, uh, what he did in Minnesota, I'm just comparing num. I was just comparing number wise. Yeah, and you're and you're totally right, and you are right. I think that like. He scored more yeah. than Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But even so, this, this Bills offense opened up through Diggs and the addition. He's had an incredible year. All three of these players, amazing. Kelsey gets the award. Uh, moving on to our Sports Facts Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, I mean, we've been saying it for pretty much the whole fucking <laughs> season. So, I don't think it's going to surprise anyone that it's going to TJ Watt. Congrats to him. Not, obviously, yeah, it's Aaron Donald. The dude with the two nines. Duh. Yeah, the dude with the nines. I, we've talked about Aaron Donald almost every week, so I'm. I think it's fair to not talk too much about <laughs> him this week. It may be a little bit of a cop out, but he, he's had another incredible year. He's double teaming him, his double highest uh, double team percentage in the league, highest double team win percentage in the league, highest pass rushing grade in the league. from the interior. Like, there's no comparison to me for who would win like Aaron Donald was incredible should be illegal uh, how good he is it, yeah I, I, they should probably be investigating Aaron. he's 200 280 pounds I don't know. <laughs> he's undersized <laughs> like <laughs> he does this shit yeah I, whatever <laughs> our, our runner-up is Xavier <laughs> Howard for his incredible year at cornerback it would get like 11 stop laughing <laughs> just didn't he get like a, 11 interceptions Xavier Howard. Something, something like that. Yeah, Xavier <laughs> Howard had an incredible year. I don't think anyone here is going to deny that. Uh, the Dolphins' defense all around, because of his performance, I think, improved great. Like, having a really good corner Helps a is lot. one thing, but it does. And then, you you know, they added Byron Jones, which is not being talked about, but I think may have, like, been a really good signing because I think that also opened up more opportunities for Xavier mm-hmm. Howard, who's always kind of been, like, a pick machine. But this year's coverage was, like, matching the fluke interceptions. He was fighting for balls. Hey, uh, do you guys want to hear something crazy? Always. Uh, well, no, it's about Xavier <laughs> Howard. Then yes. Um, sure. Depends. <laughs> no, so this year he had 10 interceptions. Uh, 10. And you know what his career interceptions is coming now? It's at 22. What? So he nearly doubled his career interceptions this year. This season. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's incredible. So... Interceptions are one of the fluky. No, it's, it's fluky, <laughs> but, but it's just an interception. Uh, yeah, that that just goes to show you how fluky he is. But I remember, I think he won first team All Pro a couple. He's a good. Ago. He's not. He's a good. Uh, he's a good defender. Yeah, he he's absolutely. Yeah, he is. He's he's a great defender. Interceptions may be fluky, but this year I felt like they were actually all earned. Like he was incredible. Yeah, um, I actually think. I actually think that. Well, for us, the sports facts is Aaron Donald, but I think when the media votes. I don't think Aaron Donald's gonna win. I think it's. I, I think it's think actually gonna win either. Howard that wins it. Yeah. You think it's gonna be Howard? Yeah, probably. I, I think. It'll I mean, be TJ Watt. It could be TJ Watt too. Because yeah. the storyline is just yeah. there. I I would rather Xavier Howard win it than TJ Watt because I of feel course. like Xavier yeah. Howard deserves it more. 
But I would have hoped they give it to Aaron Donald, who to me had a better year than Xavier Howard and TJ. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it's the numbers. You look at the stats; they look at the stats more than they actually look at the plays. Stupid. They do, they do. And uh, TJ Watt, I believe, has two and a half more sacks than Aaron Donald does on the year. Oh, Aaron Donald's trash. And yeah, clearly. So that means (laughs) so that means he's better. And (laughs) but I guess just to. Just, just to be fair, uh, yeah, he had well. If it's he had only a one and a half sacks more, so about two, one and a half sacks. Oh, so he's really trying. Even so, it's like I, I don't, I don't know. Having watched the film from like almost every single game this year, Aaron Donald has popped way more than TJ Watt to me. I completely and agree. I don't think I don't. Even think it's well before, close, frankly. Xavier yeah, Howard though definitely has a strong. And, well, argument. someone whose name I wanted to throw in there, but unfortunately he missed a little bit too much time and did not uh, finish the season as strong because of COVID was Miles Garrett. I thought he had a strong year. He did. Yeah, Miles Garrett would have been on this list. I think had he finished year healthy, I think he would have edged mm-hmm. out TJ Watt a little bit because I do think he's a better yeah. pass rusher. And I think that actually showed when he was on the field this year. But he did, unfortunately, miss Yeah, that's unfortunate for the Browns. Just a uh, then even uh, – I know we're jumping back, but even offensive or offensive player of the year, Nick Chubb, missed out time. Yeah. He was also in. Yeah. yeah, and if he had finished it, you could argue yeah, he would so. get the award too because he was <laughs> phenomenal yeah, so. when he was on the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. poor Browns. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe mm-hmm. don't get COVID or something. Get wrecked, guys. Rude. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Moving on to Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, I think it's – this person's probably going to get in real life too, but our Sports Facts Offensive Rookie of the Year is Justin Jefferson. Yes. Absolutely. Go, goes without – I mean, it doesn't go without saying because I just said it. <laughs> you know, he really did have a, one of the best uh, years uh, a, a rookie receiver, I believe, is, as has ever had. Yeah. He um, beat Randy Moss's rookie record for the Vikings – and the receiving record for a rookie in general for the NFL. So, I mean, yeah. dude's crazy. I thought, you know, the, uh, the Vikings losing digs would be a huge hit and Justin Jefferson would be. I think it's worked out for both Yeah, for sure. They, they did use the pick they yeah, got. Yeah, talk about one of the most just even trades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty, that's a, real, it's a really even trade because they got Justin Jefferson. And honestly, I think he's, better than Diggs has for them. Yeah, I'd say that. Honestly, like Diggs on the Bills is just different. Yeah, so different breed. Like, not that he was bad. Not that yeah, he was no, bad. He yeah, was so, man. But uh, Justin Jefferson. I mean, talk about really cool fourteen hundred yards on the dot for a rookie receiver. That's pretty impressive. That's insane. Wow. Um, yeah, he was just he was getting open, getting receptions from underneath, from the middle of the field. What's more interesting about Justin Jefferson, I think, is that he kind of had to learn to yeah. play a new position. Yeah, he never. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but yeah, at LSU, he only played, I think, 99.2% of his snaps from the slot. And here, he goes to Minnesota, and you can have, you know, you can play, if you want to come out with four wide receivers or a formation, you can have, you know, two slot receivers, one on each side. But, you know, the slot receiver in Minnesota is Adam Thielen, mm-hmm. yep. who's incredible. And Justin Jefferson was not going to play better than him. And so he just learned to play like entirely from the outside and has been awesome. It was, it was, was incredible. He said he would make 
the teams that drafted a wide receiver above him regret their decision, and I think he's done that pretty solidly. I believe it was the fifth wide receiver team. He was, yeah, it was. Ruggs, Judy, Lamb, Rager, and then Jefferson. Yep. Yeah, so he was the fifth one taken. Yeah, it, I mean, the, upon redraft, he might be the best best pick in the draft. I mean, eh, it's not going that far. Definitely but not going that far. But top five. Yeah, like for sure. If they were to redraft, he would be the first one gone, obviously. He's an incredible receiver, incredible year. Congrats to him. Our runner-up uh, is yes, Justin Herbert. It is, it is Justin Herbert, and... Well, yes, I, I think Justin Jefferson had a great year. I do believe that actually, upon looking at stats, that uh, when it comes to the actual award, uh, Justin Herbert will actually win it. Yeah, because you think so? Yeah, I think so. Because you know so. they they favor the media favors the quarterback, and that's no disrespect. But they also, do. I mean, I, I was looking at it. You know, he four he threw for over four thousand four thousand three hundred yards. And he had 31 touchdowns, so that's pretty crazy. I mean, he broke the record for touchdown passes for a rookie. So, yeah, um, I definitely think the NFL is going to give it to yeah. him too. But um, I actually don't. I do. Even, well, even hearing those stats, I actually don't. I actually think they're going to give it to Justin. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. He just Jefferson should get it. But... All I'm saying is that they favor the the quarterback more. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm not saying they that do. Just uh, they do. Um, Justin Jefferson doesn't deserve it because I do think that he was better, better slightly than Herbert. But both of them have had a great year, and I'm excited to see what they bring for the future. I can't me too, wait. me too. And then third runner-up is undrafted free agent James Robinson for the Jazz. Yeah, what the hell? Came out of nowhere and played like and what was the best rookie running back this year? Yeah, I mean. Imagine if he awesome. played for an actual good team. Just... <laughs> Imagine if he played for someone with an offensive line. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> he was making something out of nothing. I mean, he looked like – that's probably not... – Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> I mean, it would be cool to see James Robinson win, but two things. But, uh, no. It been I, cool, I don't think so. But, no, I said it would have been cool. Yeah. But it would obviously, cool. there are two things that go against them. One – he plays for the Jags. Both named Justin. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Both named Justin. Well, yes. <laughs> One, he plays for the Jags, and two, the two Justins. Yeah. The two Justins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> James Robinson, uh, I forget where he played in college, but he he comes in at, like out of nowhere, undrafted. I mean, I, I heard people say that it was like a travesty he was undrafted because a lot of people had like grades up high – like, uh, not like first round grades or anything, like fourth round grades, though. Like, he shouldn't have been undrafted, but he was. And he comes in and he starts playing like an immediate, like, top 10 back, eh, maybe, maybe fringe top 10 back, but in, in regardless, has an incredible Illinois year. State, Illinois State. Oh, wow, big, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, a shout out to someone who wouldn't qualify for the award, anyways, but we felt like we had to mention Tristan Wirfs, oh the offensive tackle for the Bucks, yeah. Who was incredible Lyman and getting no playing love. the Super Bowl and Lyman get no love, but here at the Sports Facts, we like to give him when we can. Tristan Wirfs uh, would be <laughs> a contender for this award. Were we the ones giving it out because he really was that solid and that incredible. That just came in and what's funny is he was regarded as a raw prospect. He was regarded as raw, 
Andrew Thomas was the, like the very experienced one. And Jedrick Wills was the one who like kind of had like a, a couple things where he like lacked, but you felt like he was better. And then Tristan Wurst was like this monster who was raw and like had to develop. And he comes in here and plays the best out of all of them. Yeah. Absolutely freaking crazy. Out of uh, Iowa. I believe. Iowa, yep. yeah. 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 Just incredible. And then moving on for the Sports Facts Defensive Rookie of the Year, Kylie, if you wouldn't mind. So the defensive, the Sports Facts Defensive Rookie of the Year goes to another guy with two nines on his back, uh, Chase Young. This really should go without saying. I mean, this dude is. Yeah, he's gonna win it. He's gonna win it in real life. It's not close. It's it's not even close. And anybody that thinks so, I mean, that's crazy. Like, just being a fan of a team in the NFC East, I, I watch him more than. Um, a lot of people do, and I hate that he is in uh, the division because this dude is just having a great year. He, um, I can't say enough about him. I mean, I freaking love this guy. Incredible. Yeah, he's really, uh, he came out and everyone was like, oh, he's going to be the best pass rusher ever because he just Mm -hmm. looked like the complete Mm -hmm. package. And he struggled early on, missed a couple yeah, of games, he, I believe. He too. only missed one this and, season, uh, but yes, he was he was a little bit. But he was he was also like he was rotational though. He was he missed one game, but he did not play like a he did not start. Yeah, uh, he started. He started all. He started fifteen games. Yeah, but again, it's rotational. So okay, I need I need, I need yeah I need to look is. at his snap count then because <laughs> I'm I, I know he was like he was out for whenever I, whenever they were on it, it felt like early on he was like. He was on the sideline for whatever reason. He might have been listed as the starter, but he was not playing starter snaps like Kerrigan and yeah, Sweat no. were more often than not being with. But then I guess he got fully healthy or whatever because he comes out and he starts being an immediate force in the field from the edge. And suddenly that that defensive line got way, way better. Three deep at interior and three deep at edge. Just pure stars all around. And he's probably the linchpin. Why? I don't think they're nearly as good without him. Yeah, uh, he definitely, definitely helps agree. Uh, with the defense. Um, one thing is that a lot of people were were talking him as the best overall prospect in the in the draft. Yeah. Best player, yeah. yeah, the best overall player. And uh, I, yeah, I yeah, agree. I agree. Yeah. Could you imagine him yeah. in a redraft? Him actually going to freaking Cincinnati? They would never do. That. But they, <laughs> they would never do that. that that's... No. No, they, they, if anything, they would take her. Yeah. Well, I mean. Uh, not that they're unhappy with Burrow. I mean, I do think Burrow will end up being better than her, than Herbert. I think if yeah, Burrow I finished the year, probably yeah. he would have mm-hmm. won it. Agreed. But because he he didn't, as of right now, just like in a vacuum, they're probably like, oh, well, Herbert. Had, you know, he threw 4,300 yards. And On the Chargers. Like on the Chargers, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> not that they're like worse than the Bengals. This is true. Yeah. Anyway, our uh, our our distant runner-ups are safeties: Jeremy Chin for the Carolina Panthers, and Antoine Winfield Jr. for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Both yes. amazing players. Stats-wise, uh, uh, if you just look at Jeremy Chin's stats-wise, you might be saying like, "What?" But he was really everywhere on the field, and I was out of out of all the defenders, I, I was probably out of all the the defensive rookies, I was most impressed with the chin. I would say. That's fair. Yeah. 
he surprised me the most. I'd say yeah. Chase Young, we kind of yeah. expected mm-hmm. to be this good, honestly. Uh, Jeremy Chin, we did not. Anton also Lucas, another uh, big also surprise as well for me a bit. For a lot of people, some pe- he, he was a very polarizing prospect. A lot of people were just like, eh, third-round talent. A lot of people were like, no, he's the best safety in this, in this draft. And he ends up playing like the best safety in this draft, not named Jeremy Chin. But Jeremy Chin's also like super weird. <laughs> like like Solomon said, they use him all over the field. They like using him at uh, Will, weak side linebacker. They like using him at strong safety. I don't think he plays any deep safety. He's a weird kind of like outdated safety that you don't really see that like uh, – Larger, strong safety who like mm-hmm. is there to lock up tight ends, like basically what Isaiah Simmons yeah. did in college, is essentially what Jeremy Chin does in the NFL, and it's a little weird to see because he's like six three or six four or something, or six two or something. I don't know. So something that's like six three. You don't three. typically, yeah. huh? He's six three. Jeez, there's just like <laughs> yeah. another Cam Chancellor. <laughs> Yeah, Cam Chancellor is like the last of his kind to kind of work, and Jeremy Chin looks like he's going to be exactly that. I say he changes his number to 31 anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Antoine Winfield Jr., different, obviously. Free safety, great tackler, great at coverage. Both of them amazing. The future looks bright in Tampa. Well, in the NFC South, I guess, at safety. Yeah. And then on to comeback player of the year. Uh, this one's going to be an absolutely huge surprise. No one is going to expect who we give this award to. Uh, the Sports Facts Comeback Player of the Year is going to Alex obviously said no one ever. <laughs> yeah, of course this it's is, Alex. This yeah, is like, possibly I'm... the most obvious Comeback Player of the Year award. Yeah. yeah. Right now, I think in, in terms of betting favorite, he is like – has the largest margin to win for me. Ever, yeah, for I mean, me. Uh, well, I was just gonna say, for me, it's the most uh, predictable comeback player of the award since Eric Berry. Yeah, since Eric Berry yeah. beat beat cancer, this is mm-hmm. probably the biggest one. Yeah, uh, Alex Smith wasn't expected to play no. ever again. If so, that they, they was not supposed to play this early. He comes back. He leads Washington to the playoffs. Incredible story. Uh, I, we said that he should win the award if he just gets on a football field yeah. and survives a single game, <laughs> and he did. He went on a football field and survived Aaron Donald getting hit by him mm-hmm. three times. His first game back, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you go from like just imagine this. I mean, you you, yeah, you had that injury, and then like you um, there's a whole bunch of complications after infections, and it, you're you. You they don't, they don't think you're going to lose your leg. leg. You might lose your leg. And then you're like, okay, well, no, you know, no football for the rest of my life. Whatever. I'll deal with it. And then it's like, oh, I might play for Washington. Jesus Christ. And now for him to do this, it's, it's incredible. And I don't see why anybody else would get it. I mean, this no, the greatest comeback story of without question my life. Yeah. Probably. I mean, well, yeah. at least since Eric, I mean, Eric Berry's pretty, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that was pretty special. Um, as far as runners yeah. up goes, there were really weren't that many runners up because, like, I guess most of the most of the players that came back from injuries didn't do much or didn't. There weren't any like, I would say, any like big significant injuries. Well, there were last year because there always is, but not as not as much <laughs> last year coming into this year, with the exception of Big Ben. I mean, his elbow surgery. Yeah, yeah, Big Ben missed the whole year last year. He comes in and... Well, he, had, right. he had his moments. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he was fine. Did I mean, he the Steelers started eleven and zero. He threw for a bunch of yards. Not like yeah, but vintage Big Ben. Yeah, I wouldn't say like vintage Big Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he had his like moments over a long yeah. gradual period of time. Where yeah. He won. Not like any specific highlights or anything because he kind of just checked down him yeah. fifty-two times a game. But you know, it still is. I mean, but worthy of I guess note, the, the thing, the thing that stood out most to me is, dude injured his elbow, and I'm gonna, I don't know, hold up, let me look up his uh, how many times per game he threw the ball because it's pretty high. Yeah, he was throwing a lot. He was throwing so, some games. He was throwing yeah. like fifty-two times. A game. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing. The, in the fifties, more than once, I think. Yeah, more than, more than absolutely more. freaking crazy. Yeah. yeah, for him to be able to throw that much. I mean, I know the. It's also like the Chargers were using Herbert a lot, but at least he had like was young and had a cannon of an arm. Big Ben is thirty-seven, mm-hmm. thirty-eight, and coming off an elbow surgery. So he threw throwing... uh, for a total of six hundred and eight times this year. God, that was sad. Average he said 608. How many games did he play? Did he play all 16? Yes, he did. 38, 38 times a game. Pretty, wow. That's a pretty high number for a guy coming back from elbow surgery. That is pretty high. Yeah, that's a lot. Most quarterbacks mm-hmm. throw 30 times a game. Damn. I think that's the average. That's, wow. 38 is as an average. And then, you know, you have lots of those mm-hmm. where through for 52 and 50 and 40. And all, Yeah. Big Ben is worthy of note for coming back and doing what he did, but obviously yep. the award goes to Alex Smith, who survived, you know, mm-hmm. basically dying. <laughs> yeah, basically cheated. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. No big deal. To bring Washington. Too to bad he couldn't play in that playoff game. Yeah. Nope, but we did get Taylor yeah. Heineke, so. The goat. Third worst, place, maybe. Third maybe. Goat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, uh, yeah, you got exempt from his exam. Yeah, could you, could you imagine? Could you imagine being a teacher? What if, it, what if his professor said no? Professor and just <laughs> seeing his note, like, I got an NFL playoff game, so can I take my final later? <laughs> and, you're just, and you're just like, no, what do you think? This, what kind of school do you think this is? The charity I'm running. Get off. Oh, my God. <laughs> You'll have your paper in all the time. You think he was like writing <laughs> on the sidelines? Yeah, I got to get the word count. He's like, all right, just three, three and out. I just went air Heineke. I just all, I just scored. Let's, you think uh, when he was studying film? I think I could crunch out two paragraphs. You think when he was watching film, he had the film on one side of the monitor and the uh, and the paperwork on the other side doing his, doing Doing, his doing like math. I think he was in like a math <laughs> class or an engineering class. Uh, yeah, it was something, yeah, something like, that. like that. It was some pseudoscience. I know that. It was, mm-hmm. yeah, like engineering or something. And I don't know how he learned the playbook so fast. He picked him up off the street. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> anyway, moving on to our most improved mm-hmm. player of the year. Uh, so, as I said earlier, we're kind of usually comeback player of the year is uh, kind of both these things. It's not just injury, it's also like, a player who had a down year could come back and have a great year, but we're more it, lately. It has just been kind of mostly due to injury, so we've decided to add a most improved player of the year, which is, as it sounds, for the most improved <laughs> player of the year. I mean, <laughs> Solomon, go ahead. Our most improved our player of the year is a player that we kind of have already discussed, but it is Josh Allen, and the reason we put him here is. I mean, yeah, he had a great year, 37, 37 touchdowns, but what stood out is his completion percentage. Um, the past two years, 
this the past two years, his completion percentage his completion percentage at the end of the season was some of the worst. It, it was it was fifty two percent. Well, fifty two point eight percent his rookie year and fifty eight point six percent in his second year, but this year jumped it up to sixty nine percent. So that's mm-hmm. a, yeah, sixty nine jumped it up to sixty nine percent. So that's pretty great. That's a yeah, big jump. Jump, but also uh, a stat that really is telling. And I know yards don't mean that much, but for a quarterback, he did not throw. He did not have a. 300 yard game all season um he did not have a 300 yard game for his first two years in the nfl he had four this year and also he had a couple of four touchdown passes uh, touchdown pass. so yeah he had an incredible year i mean that whole offense was revolutionized under it the bills are not even with Diggs, they're not anywhere near as good if he does not make the jump that he made this yeah, offseason. Sure. And i think Diggs helped him absolutely stretching the field a lot but even so, I don't think Diggs is solely responsible. No, not at all. Josh Allen, absolutely incredible. He he was like one of the just regarded as one of the least accurate and mm-hmm. highest like most fluky quarterbacks in the league, <laughs> and now just becomes a solid. I mean, top five quarterback. Honestly, yeah, he absolutely. Really, he did play that well. He was our third. He was our third pick for MVP. If Rodgers and yep. Mahomes didn't exist, <laughs> we would go probably go to him. And he gets our most improved player of the year because of that. Uh, our runner-ups for most improved player are Montez Sweat, who took a big uh, jump. It's this interesting. Year. Uh, was incredible. He kind of switched possessions this year. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he well, went from um, he went from a linebacker to a DN. He sort of uh, switched positions. He didn't really because it's still edge rusher, and that's really what he did last year too. Is basically they switched from a well a three, in terms four, of four three. In terms of like how he is classified, he technically did, but he did technically, technically switch positions, just like how Cleo Mack technically switched positions when he was traded from Oakland to Chicago and was DN to outside linebacker. But it's not like he's learning a new position. It's basically is a little more coverage snaps, but I mean, or a little less, I guess, coverage snaps. But even so, like they, they play edge rusher, not just sweat, but he did have to. I believe he had to switch sides. Because um, because of Chase Young yep. coming in there and being a badass, and he did that equally well coming off the other side. Both of them dominant, dominant players. Montez Sweat maybe maybe helped by Chase Young to take a step forward. He did, but regardless, he did, deserves no less amount of credit because of it. He took a huge jump up. The future of Washington's D line looks really bright right now. As for our third, it's Nelson Aguilar who. <laughs> I don't know where this was last year. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. He was dropping every every goddamn thing. Way. And he, he still had a couple. Yeah, but, this year, like, but so sometimes, oh my god, he was stretching the field. He was making these insane catches, deep balls. There, I mean, whew. Aguilar was really good this year for the Raiders. He also helped Derek Carr throw, um, like stretch the field deeper. He kind of did what we. Kind of expected Rugs to do honestly. Not that Rugs didn't do it at times as well, but Aguilar, in my opinion, was the better deep threat this year. Yeah, unfortunately, um, mm-hmm. his 
Oh, I guess you're not Unfor- allowed to Aguilar fans I, meant, I, meant, I didn't mean unfortunately. I meant, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately for the Eagles. Sorry, I should have finished up. Unfortunately for the Eagles. Well, I know yeah. Kyle's not an Aguilar fan. <laughs> I, understandable. understandable. Um, but yeah, the biggest the biggest thing uh, for me is he just seemed more – he did seem a lot more reliable in terms um, in terms of, uh, like, just being a receiver. Like, it felt like Carr went to him as, like, his no one receiver a lot more than, I guess, the Eagles did with Carson Wentz. And it, it, it showed he didn't go over for a 1,000 yards, but he was, he was there eight – the, the, the film, the film, yeah, the film, film was there. the film was there. The film was there. I mean, he Absolutely. had eight, eight touchdowns, the most since his twenty seventeen. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't looked the same yeah. really since twenty seventeen. No. Here, he's had an equally good season where he's just although he played a lot yep. of slot in Philly and he played a fair amount of actually no, I think he played almost entirely in the slot this year too. Regardless, really good at stretching the field, really good in the middle. <laughs> Uh, especially deep, if you guys remember all these weird catches, <laughs> especially early, early oh, on. I remember. Yeah, yeah, he looked really good. Uh, Where the hell yeah. was this? Maybe he just needed to get out of Philly. We don't know, but <laughs> maybe he did. Maybe he, it really? seems to be a common yeah, trend. It does. Yeah, a lot of it players, really does. A lot of players do better. You know, you know what's funny? Someone else who could make an argument for this award was actually <laughs> Ronald Darby. Yeah, yeah. For Washington, mm-hmm. played yeah. really well for mm-hmm. them at corner and was horrible. Yep. He was really <laughs> in bad. Philly the last year. And then also, I mean, Sidney Jones and Russell Douglas yep. aren't like on this level, but they've played better yep. in uh, well, one in Oakland, I believe. Uh, Russell Douglas and Sidney Jones in Jacksonville. Not that he was. I thought Douglas was in uh, Carolina. He... Is he in Carolina? Who's in Jacksonville then? Sydney Jones, Russell Douglas. Who, who else am I, who am I forgetting? I don't know. Every guy. Maybe, maybe, maybe doesn't Carolina. Man. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. He's he's doing better than he was. They, they're all doing better than they were in mm-hmm. Philly. So, yeah, speaking of which, mm-hmm. I think it's time to move on to our next sure. award. Most disappointing player of the year. Uh, I'll do you the favor, Kylie, of not <laughs> having <you. laughs> I can do it if you want. It, Oh yeah, all right. Well, if you're willing, take us through the all right. sports facts most disappointing player. So of the year. this is why I handed off to me. So the sports facts most disappointing player of the year uh, should definitely go to Carson Wentz, uh, and it does. Uh, congratulations, you <laughs> fucked up. Um, good job, yeah, Carson. Good job. Um, he goes from. M- pro- probable MVP. Um, well, to to this, and I mean, it's it's been kind of a decline since then. But I mean, this has just been on the next level of shit. Yeah, a lot of high end analysts really believed in Wentz, and I'm not going to say I'm a high end analyst, but I <laughs> did actually believe in Wentz Bro. at the very yeah, least. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> uh, the... before this year, I mean. Evidence was uh, I mean, used to why. Wentz played like dog shit a lot of this year. Yep. And he did. A lot of people he played like dog say shit. that since he hasn't looked right since his since he came back from the injury from 2017. And well, he has not I looked would, as good. No, but he's had so many excuses. And this year, uh, I, I would, this year he has none. I mean, I mean, 
Does Wentz? I mean, I would argue that 2019, especially after the way 2019 did, I was actually a little, I was high on him because I thought Wentz played well with the limited receivers that he had. Yep. Yeah, was, it was, he was clear he was, he was carrying getting the team, no help. He yeah. really was carrying the team last mm. year. I was really high on Wentz after that. I was like, okay, well, this year we're getting everyone back healthy and everything. They lose Brandon Brooks yeah. immediately, like in the offseason. Yep. Tears his ACL. He's done yep. the year. He was the best guard last year. So that was a blow. We were like, all right, maybe but it's not nope, Wentz just. So maybe not this year, but we were still expecting big things. Wentz's and, confidence oh, just looked hell. rattled. He looked a lot. He didn't look lost. He looked scared out there. He looked like not the same player. He looked like he looked well, like a false. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> no, no, but he he played he played terribly this year. He there's no there's no you can blame coaching. You can blame not, not, you can blame him. You can blame anything. Regardless, he is the most disappointing player. Yeah, this absolutely. Year. I expected him to at least play well, even if the Eagles sucked. Yeah, which was looking like they would, but not to this level. The fact that he yeah, played as bad I, the, as he did, the, he has no excuses going into the, the biggest. Season. The no. biggest damning thing. Well, no, I, the yeah. bar's really low now, so he should and be able to succeed. Judging yeah, from how uh, Nick Sirianni's press conference went, shut up. But uh, I mean, we've seen bad <laughs> press conferences, so we'll, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. But At least he's not we'll eating see. people's yeah. freaking ankles. <laughs> Or biting people's kneecaps. Oh my god! Yeah, at least he's oh not god, doing that. We got, we got. Or, okay, okay, but, you too. Anyway, back to Carson Wentz. <laughs> back to Carson Wentz. To me, <laughs> the biggest damning thing is his turnovers. I think, even yes. though he got benched. For oh like, yeah. Uh, what was it, like five games? Five games. Five, 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 games. five or six. A lot. He, he got benched for five games. He still led the league in turnovers. Mm-hmm. So that's just. Yeah. And had the most turnover-worthy plays mm-hmm. of the season, according yes, to PFF. That's very damning. Yeah, he was bad. Yeah, he was. It's crazy because he, you know, he's thought of as a very safe mm-hmm. quarterback. You know, he doesn't really like, – like, last year he was making a couple, like, trying yeah. to play here of all too much. But still had seven, only seven interceptions. Actually, a little interesting seven interceptions. thing about Wentz is – T- yeah, well, his two um, he he had three straight years with just seven interceptions, and now yep, he goes he to fifteen, which is more than he threw in his rookie year. He is threw, it? I thought he had. A, I thought it was a he little. He threw. More he threw fourteen in his rookie year, fifteen this year. Oh God! Good job, Wentz. Yeah, it, it really just <laughs> rather. In- Incredible but, lack of ability from us this year. I don't even. If Wentz won that MVP and if Wentz won that Super Bowl, would we be talking about him like this today? Yes. We... I don't think so. I don't think so. We, we, we well, the bar would be even higher. We, I think it'd be higher, but it would be just seen as a down year. No, this was a disappointing, disappointing. This no, was this was a terrible like, year. He like, was a it, bottom yeah, five this quarterback like, this year. Statistically, really bad, and and I would. I would um, I would say that like, if he had won the the MVP in that Super Bowl, the criticism on him would be even worse than it is now. You think so? It it maybe maybe actually maybe it wouldn't be because if he had won the Super Bowl and everything, if he had all done that and and won MVP, he would be considered like people are thinking like oh he's done his career is over 
Like, that's actually a question people are asking. Like, if anyone's going to give him a chance again. And if he had one MVP and everything, there would no be would be no question whether or not he would at least get another yeah. chance. Yeah. So maybe. But also, I do think Solomon's not wrong. The bar would be higher. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. I, I just meant in terms of, I like, hope. putting him to the stake, maybe not calling for his career uh, to be over. Maybe. Regardless, he's our winner. Our runner-up for uh, disappointing player of the year is quite close, honestly. Well, in my opinion, is that is Drew Locke. <laughs> so Drew Locke never had an MVP. It's only his second year a... in the league. So yeah, this was only his second year in the league, and in his rookie year, he did not play. Uh, he didn't play all that much. He played how many games? Eight, six, six, something. I believe. Six, yeah, something like that. I don't know, and. At the end, he was looking pretty Play hot. five. Everyone's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Play five games? Yeah. And he looked pretty hot at the end. And then they get all these weapons. They get KJ Hamler. They get Jerry Judy. They get uh, Albert O. A lot of no freaking people. Developing and everything. Well, no one expected Jerry Judy to drop, like, everything thrown his way. But also, Jerry Judy still was uh, – he's getting a lot more criticism than I think is necessarily deserved. I think he did fine. I think he – it's a rookie year. Regardless, the weapons were there, and I think if you have a different quarterback, those weapons become true weapons. Yeah, Drew Locke played terribly this year. He threw fifteen. Uh, I I think he's second in in terms. He threw fifteen, 15 interceptions. Holy hell! Oh my mm. god, a lot more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I, I I thought he would. I'm pretty sure he's second yeah. in turnover worthy plays. Or third because Daniel Jones, you know, he's always up there. But <laughs> Drew, Drew Locke, man, awful year. Awful year for Drew Locke. Showed things, some, some nice things. For once me, or twice. The, the biggest uh, surprise or, well, I guess, disappointment was Drew Locke and, uh, didn't look as confident. Like last year, I mean, I thought he looked confident. Yeah, he was yeah, on the sideline. He was the sideline, looked kind of confident. And this year, it just it, mm-hmm. it looked like he was holding on to the ball too long, not trusting his reads. Yeah. Didn't trust anything. And what were the reads? Like, what was he seeing sometimes? Like, he was throwing things. It was like, but he looked like. I don't. I don't. I, I'm. I'm struggling to think of a comparison to a quarterback who looked totally lost. Ah, Nathan Peterman. There it goes. Like <laughs> well, he wasn't. He wasn't like. He, he wasn't was Nathan like Peterman totally bad because like making, Nathan Peterman bad is. Well, that's that's something. Oof. Well, but the reads well, were right, equal that, in my opinion. I think Drew Locke had a lot I of guess, drop interceptions yeah. too. <laughs> and if if they're caught, sometimes these are five interception games. That's all I'm saying. The um, he, he was. Really I would bad. say the only thing, the only thing, um, the only thing that I would say in favor of Drew Locke is he is young, so he has time to uh, change it around. Mm-hmm. He is young. He's going into his third year. This like, was his first year as a year. full-on starter. It was his first year as a full-on starter, and it was really, and, really bad. But how much of that can you hold on and, him? Um, we'll also, see next year, I suppose. He did suffer <laughs> a, a shoulder injury early in the year. so He did, and it, you can argue he <laughs> yeah. mentally never recovered. So, we'll we'll see. I, I think this year will be a very telling year, year for uh, Drew Locke in the future. Yeah, next year will be. Regardless, uh, we'll see in the offseason what they do. He's our close second 
somewhat mm-hmm. close for disappointing player of the year. <laughs> Not that it's easy to approach how yeah. disappointing Wentz was. Our third is Michael Thomas. Solomon, do you want to take us through why why he's one of our, th- our bronze? Yeah, player, um, most disappointing player of the year. It, it was it was tough. I we didn't want to put him on here, um, but no. I mean because he did he did miss a good chunk with injury, but unfortunately when he did he did play he didn't have the impact in which he didn't have. The, he usually does. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have a he didn't single yeah. touchdown catch yeah. this year. Um, just was just yeah. pretty just there. Especially considering how often you're yeah. run slants on the goal. <laughs> <laughs> you'd think you'd have more. Yeah, Michael Thomas. So he we were hesitant because late in the year he did like return to form and started playing very reliably downfield for uh Taysom Hill and Breeze. But it doesn't take away the fact the majority of the year. And to keep in mind, he won offensive yeah. player of the year he last did. year. And this year he comes in and yeah. wow. And- I mean, he he, he he missed a lot of time, like a lot of time. But when he was on the field, he was really bad. He didn't – he was also yeah, that punching whole, like, CJ, attitude thing. Yeah, punching C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Um, yeah. Everyone's punching C.J. Yeah, and I mean, if you, just, if you just look at – I mean, I know he – he um, if you just look at it, right, he played seven games this year. He started five of them, but let's say he played in seven. And he only had 438 yards in those seven games. He, he, yeah, and he, he wasn't like just – he wasn't. it wasn't even that like because he wasn't injured for all those games. He was having like an yeah. attitude problem or something where he didn't want to play. Like, and he's getting spent. Like, this – yeah, for these reasons alone, Michael Thomas as, is the yeah. third most disappointing player of the year. We also, a little side note we wanted to make for our buddy Ezekiel Elliott. Mm. Um he would be on this list because he was horrible. Sucks. But we're pretty low on him at the sports facts. Anyways, we're not like terribly low on him. But he's been declining. Yeah, he's Eagles declining. fan is low. I mean, yeah, sure, sure. He has been declining. And yeah, you know, rookie year Zeke was very different from the Zeke. They're just different players at this point uh, in their I, career. I honestly. would say rookie year Zeke was probably the best. Uh, well, yeah, past. I think so. I, maybe. Uh, I think. I think rookie year Zeke and sophomore year Zeke were the best. 2017, he was good. Well, 2018. Year was 20, it was 2017, right? I think his, his huh? sophomore year was 2016. It was. Oh, yeah, it was. He was, yeah, 2016. Yeah, okay. Sophomore year was 2017. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. I got my years mixed up because everything's like backward. I'm like, yeah, the draft has me confused because it's like the 2021 draft. We just finished the 2021 season. I would I say 2018 was, wasn't was bad. That was probably his last good-ish season. That was a weird one because he had his whole line yeah. uh, healthy that year, I believe. And just the stats looked good, but, like, we could tell by the runs. He was, like, he wasn't missing his holes or anything, but he wasn't shaking the guys loose and everything. Yeah. And everyone was wondering, like – and I think that was uh, – and in 2019 – 2019 was, was really when the decline started. Yeah, I mean, everyone statistically was just like, wow, Zeke is yeah. still really good because, you know, another good year for stats and everything. And his yeah. whole line was injured that year, I think. So everyone was like, oh, wow. Uh, imagine when they get his, his line back healthy. And that didn't really happen this year either. Although I don't think Zach Martin missed a lot of games. Regar- regardless, this year was atrocious for Zeke. He, was, he played like the running back that 
all of his critics mm-hmm. think that he is. Yep. You know. So just he doesn't really qualify for the award, but we wanted to make a little note for him just to show that we appreciate his contributions yep. <laughs> to this award. <laughs> yes. Anyway, moving on to our most disappointing team of 2020. Uh, uh, Sam, yes. you want to take so, away? Present uh, the award. The dishonorable award goes to uh, we've kind of <laughs> spent a little bit talking about their quarterback, and for us, it's the Eagles. Uh, only, yeah, yeah, go Birds. Not only he's, he's, uh, <laughs> Kylie's happy your team won the Yeah. Congratulations. Wentz, uh, take a step back, but it felt like the Eagles just in general took a step back with incompetence. Took a huge Peter, step back. Doug Peterson, I don't know what the hell Doug Peterson was doing. What the um, fuck? And just in general, I mean, yeah, to be fair, I would be excited for Sirianni just because you had yeah. Doug Peterson. To previously. be fair, the one thing is the NFC East, uh, the NFC East winner doesn't normally repeat as champion, so they're gonna fucking repeat. No, they're not. It's gonna be, yes, they it's are. gonna be like the Cowboys or, or the Giants that win the division next year. Just watch, but anyway, well, Go the Eagles are gonna repeat winning this award, <laughs> yes, then, so. I bet. Because I guarantee you, never mind. That's really. But all, all I'm saying is, <laughs> you know, the team that wins the NFC East the following year, they they tend to struggle a little bit. They don't not necessarily, but this year was just bad. And... This year, the it's like all of the problems the Eagles have had since Super Bowl yeah. season came to a head and just like all yeah. showed up at once this year. You had terrible injuries. You had horrible coaching. Yeah. You had bad quarterback play out of no out of nowhere. Like. Terrible quarterback play and terrible coaching decisions. This team looked terribly coached, mm-hmm. very undisciplined. A holding oh penalties galore yeah. on the offensive line. Jason yeah. Kelsey took a step back. What was that? Yeah. Oh my Congratulations, God. Eagles! The, the, for their their get best your offensive line might have been <laughs> might have been Jordan Mailata, the rugby yeah. player. Like, I, what, what was this? At least Brandon Graham made a Pro Bowl. That should that, that should show you something's wrong. Actually. I know, right? Grand, Brandon Graham, who is always underrated and amazing. But never gets any awards. And made a Pro Bowl this year. Mm. That's insane. <laughs> that shows just how crazy and fluky this year has been. Like, well, congratulations, Eagles and Wentz for winning the Get Your Shit Together Awards. Well, yeah, please get your shit uh, together. Second, <laughs> as far as second place goes, it's the cow. Uh, it's another NFC East team, and it's the Cowboys. America's team. Um, yeah, I so, like this. One. Obviously, a lot of people are expecting like the 49ers, but. Due to injuries, I don't think that's necessarily fair. The sheer amount of them. Sure, like, the Cowboys... The Cowboys is, is different. And, like, yes, Dak... Dak... Losing Dak hurt them But it's a not lot. like they were good before that. But it doesn't explain the rest of the well, team but, stuff. Yeah. I mean, let, let, let's look at it in a vacuum. I know we, we only had, what, like, five weeks of Dak. But even then, before Dak, they were pretty bad. Especially on that defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Remember... Remember the defense was terrible. They were, they were so bad. Uh, a Falcons collapse away from starting the season zero and four. They were, they were, uh, yeah, they were a Falcons game away. <laughs> I think the Falcons could have. The Falcons earned an honorable mention on this list. Just throwing it out there, but but I think they're one of the most not disappointing. One of the. I don't. I don't know. Look, look, look. <laughs> I, I like the Falcons for being who they are. Always <laughs> been a team that is hyped up every year as a Super Bowl team. Every year, every you, you, year. You, you'll see. 
Oh, the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. There's at least one analyst every year who has the Cowboys in the year in the Super Bowl. Yep. Usually Skip Bayless. Well, I'm pretty sure ESPN which that doesn't tell you in their simulation had him in there. But they did. But, but they the, did. Hmm. Yuck. And they get overhyped. But this year was just different because, like, in the other years that they had, like, Jason Garrett, they were mediocre. You know, there was they weren't bad. This year. They yeah, they weren't were, bad. They were like mediocre, and everyone was like, "Wow!" Yeah. They're, but they're so this talented. They, How are they so I bad? I thought they were great. They were good this year. They were so bad. I this thought year. they were great. You know, we, if honestly, a, a good, uh, not that uh, <laughs> there could be a lot more Cowboys other than Zeke that we could have mentioned for a disappointing player of the year. We could have mentioned Leighton mm-hmm. Vanderush taking a huge step back in his sophomore year. The uh, Jalen Smith was not as good. Demarcus Lawrence was not as good. Uh, Alden, Alden Smith. Smith. I mean, the I only two Smith, anything anything you get the only from him two, is health uh, money, actually, Cowboys so. that I can talk about in a positive light really are Alden Smith and Amari Cooper. Alden yeah. Smith and Randy Gregory. Oh yeah, that's true. I was oh, I was thinking Randy Gregory for the memes, but three. yeah, uh, three. <laughs> it wasn't that great though. No, it's in a positive light because anything you get from Alden Smith and yeah. Randy Gregory is kind of house money because and, the expectations were nowhere. Amari Cooper yeah. played well. But like Gallup wasn't as good as we were expecting. CD Lamb was. He, I mean, he, he was a good really rookie, but the Vikings. I guess yeah. So four. Yeah, four. No, I'm not a great receiver. We can do four because CD Lamb. I, yeah, 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 but yeah, that is really it. Like everyone, the else biggest disappointment sucks. of all Their is the whole, coach. Yeah, Mike McCarthy. Holy hell! I like him. <laughs> the rest of the NFC East is. Keen to protect Mike McCarthy, obviously, but not all the Cowboys will do. Oh, he was so. Yeah. He's wow. staying next year, too. <laughs> oh, thank God for the rest That's of you what guys, I'm I guess. Maybe the Eagles do have a chance. Nope. Maybe the Cowboys surpass the Eagles and get number one on the most disappointing <laughs> team of 2021. Maybe. <laughs> but maybe. Regardless, our, our third place. Still resides in Houston, Texas. Yeah. The Texans. Now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not um, leaving the state. The Texans. Just to stop, talk about their disappointment, I mean, they were for me one of the teams that I was stunned at. I mean, they started what zero and four, and just they forgot how to play football. It seemed like. Yep. Yeah, the only one yeah. showed up. Deshaun was Watson and occasionally Will Fuller, but then he got suspended. Yeah, that was. And <laughs> JJ Watt was kind of there, but he was all right. He was all right. He was probably their best player still on defense, but their defense Disgusting. was fucking horrible. Who knew that? So. Their secondary. Oh, who knew oh, that one oh wide God. receiver trade, and it just comes crumbling down. Right. Yeah, they were awful. I mean, so they were like yeah, they, they were a playoff team uh, last year. They, they made were it a playoff team. Round. That let's not even forget this. They were up twenty-four nothing on the Chiefs last year. Yeah, yeah, and that's where, yeah. and they've been yeah. bad ever since. <laughs> oh my god, it's the Texans. I mean, obviously the expectations are low, so no matter what we get from next year, they're not going to be on this list. But especially they, if Watson, there was hype for this yeah. team going into this year. Especially if that, oh my god! But yeah, there was hype going into them this year, and well, they did not meet any of it. I mean, they wow. They they get the third not, overall pick in the draft, not even for the Dolphins. No, but like. Congrats. If you would have asked me what I thought about the Texans at the beginning of the season, like I'm not sitting here saying that they're going to be one of the best teams challenging for a home field advantage in the AFC, but I would have said maybe like a four seed, no. maybe they win the AFC South. 
Yeah. 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 It's possible they win the AFC South. I could see them competing with the Texans or the Titans. Mm. Blah, blah, throw up. <laughs> like, no. And meanwhile, they get annihilated by the Colts. They get annihilated by the, yeah. the Titans. They're like, lucky that the Jaguars were in their division. <laughs> That's pretty. They really, well, they really are because I think the Texans <laughs> yeah. are more of a joke. Anyway, let's move on to actually exciting. Coach of the news. year. Not upbeat news. I'm sorry. That's right. Our coach of the year, the Sports Facts Coach of the Year Award is going to Kevin Stefanski for the Browns' incredible season, returning to the playoffs for the first time in yeah. recent memory. 2002, yeah. <laughs> Good year for cinema. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, the Browns, out of nowhere, not out of nowhere, I mean, they, they've had the talent, but it, they, their coaching and the organizational flaws, it felt like they were never going to be overcome. But it shows it if you do get the right guy in there, who will be the right guy. Absolutely well deserves Kevin Stefanski, yeah. coach of the year. He'll probably win it in real life too, I imagine. I mean, be him you could maybe throw in a a, a Flores in there, who was all who was also in our list, but unfortunately because yeah, yeah, McDermott and yeah, Flores are unfortunately unfortunately that, because uh, Flores didn't make the playoffs. I do think it does go to uh, Stefanski, who is a great coach. I mean, he yeah. He, he showed like the Sean McVeighish, you know what I, I mean? Like, kind of a guy mm-hmm. that yeah. I, I was unsure about. And you're like, is this really the guy? And he picked it up. I mean, he bake he got Baker to play more confident. I don't want to say more confident, but I guess less less risky. There we go. He was more. He got Baker to play more safe, and in the process, I think Baker would played better, even if. His numbers maybe don't I agree. show it all, all the way. Yeah, Baker looked more confident. You can tell a lot of these games he was like startlingly mm-hmm. accurate. Oh. a lot of his games, which yeah. is not and then he what used we're used the running back, the Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, which were yeah. Yeah, he used wow. his weapons uh, well. He used them well, and when OBJ mm-hmm. went down and Landry was inconsistent, I mean, mm-hmm. he still got a lot out of Landry, but he used what he had. Rashad yeah. Higgins stepped up. Harrison and Bryant I think- stepped up. Donovan Peoples Jones stuff that like he got everyone to contribute. Next I man think the, really the applied. The greatest thing is about Stefanski is that he brought a winning culture because this is a, this is the Browns we're talking about. This is a team that that doesn't know. Never won ever. <laughs> he brought a winning culture and they just looked more confident. I mean, hell, if you would have told me the uh, last year's Browns, they would have capitulated in in the playoffs, and that's just a testament. To Kevin Stefanski is that they went out and were confident in the playoffs too, when they beat the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did beat the Steelers, and I mean course. half of it was the Steelers were just doing it to themselves. But still, but Bleh, still um, yeah, a great job. Um, as far as Sean McDermott goes, he's been a great coach. I've always thought of him highly as one of the better coaches in the league. This year, this year I he proved to. it. I mean. He pretty much had won me over after his first year getting Buffalo into the uh, into the playoffs for the first time in 17 years. But this year, his development of um, Josh Allen, although the defense did take a, a step backwards for, but it is it's okay. I mean, the Bills just look like a better team, and maybe they compete for Super Bowls now. Yeah, yeah, maybe they they look like it turned it around. He deserves. The runner-up spot. He had an incredible year for the Bills. 
Ryan Flores, the Dolphins turnaround is also another real thing. I, I we believe in all these another three of these another guys guy who much. I think followed up last year's success even better because let's not forget how it started for him. Um and yeah yeah I mean no just tanking. tanking but the guys seen the Acu- accused of it tanking. was pretty obvious the Dolphins were tanking they didn't have their sights set in at last season and yet they played but well then, yeah. but then they played and really I, well I think that the just end. shows. Uh, Flores is a good coach. The one, the one issue that may arise from Flores is his quarterback situation. And yep. yeah, that'll be interesting yeah. for the offseason. In any case, with that, with those awards done, that includes our that includes our awards show. Now onto some notable offseason news. The Rams, yeah, the big one, yeah. The Rams have traded Jared Goff and two first round picks and a third round pick, I believe. To the Lions for quarterback Matthew Stafford. So, Your thoughts, guys? I mean, I guess so. I don't know. We didn't really cover it, but it's been coming out ever since the Rams lost the playoffs that I guess Goff and McVay had a kind of strained relationship. I didn't know that. So the Rams were actually trying to uh, to get rid of Goff. Like it became clear that they were shopping Goff. And actually, interesting fact is. The Rams tried to tried to offer Goff to the Packers first before, but you know. <laughs> oh, that would have been so been good for Rodgers. If Rodgers had gone to the Rams, oh my god! Ninety nine Oh my god! They, they'd be, yeah, they'd be every year. <laughs> but uh, he, they ended up going to Detroit, oh um, and you know, because they just wanted to yeah, do yeah. Dirty, I, guess. The, <laughs> I wouldn't say. Yeah, the most the organization, the ever. derpiest organization, besides maybe the Browns, but that's kind of changing. The Browns, are, yeah, well, given that's Coach changing, Dean, that's, so, so that's over now. The the, the new most yeah. derpiest team, the Detroit Lions. Uh, yeah, um, so yeah, golf goes from sunny uh, L.A. to uh, frigid Detroit. <laughs> the frigid North. Uh, and um, God. oh man, the Lions, the Lions are a total mess. They, I mean, they, we'll, we'll see. I mean, their new coach had a bad ass, but, but uh, they, they got, ass they got uh, a couple first round picks, but none the Lions, it might not, yeah. I don't, I don't think the Lions I, necessarily won. Well, I okay, I kind of think they did in a way, I think. Yeah, you think they did because no, I think I think long term. Just probably edit that out. I think long term, <laughs> this trade is better for the Lions just because it sets them up for the future. Yeah, but it does. If you're looking I at think, it, but right now, know, golf without hmm. McVay. Yeah, I mean, the thing we do have that on record, is, by the way. It's the thing is about golf, is and this is why I was never high on him. Is this is something that I kind of forgot, and I was reminded of it a couple weeks ago, or after the trade is, you know, Goff didn't read the defenses. McVay read the defenses and kind of told him. Yeah, this is I something I completely yeah. glossed over for much of the year because I didn't. I know. forgot about that. Yeah. So. No, McVay was like literally yeah. living through through Goff. So head. Goff is gonna. That's definitely not, and especially now in Detroit, where I mean he's got they got a little bit of talent, <laughs> but. Ooh. So no, I said a little bit. A lot of talent. So yeah, they uh, don't. Yes. I'm agreeing with you. They have. They got. They got Holiday and probably not Jones because 
and Galladay's yeah, up for free agency. And they're they probably have not. They're probably going to trade. No, Jones. no, no, they're no, going to no, trade hold. Jones. By the way, too. They're definitely going to trade Jones if they re- if they don't resign Galladay. Mm. Lions <laughs> should stop being Lions but, fans. I'm going to be honest. On another interesting note, kind of uh, for the Stafford trade. You know, Stafford was open to being traded to any team except one. Do you want to know what the, <laughs> you guys know what that one team was? I forget no. who it was. Washington. It was the Patriots. Yeah, it was Patriots. That's right. That's oh, right. that's funny. He did not want to go to New England. Just anyone Literally but anyone, New England. even the freaking Jets. And Bill Belichick was like, "No." Yeah. And um, that's crazy. Quarterback wow. trades. We uh, Watson. It's getting a little bit interesting with Watson. Whoa. Oh. So yeah. So here's but, the thing with that. So yeah. it's with this trade, the the Deshaun Watson price goes way up. Yeah, it does. I don't think it goes I way think up it, at all. I think it stays. I think it stays as high. No, I think as it's it gonna go higher going now be. because it's 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 freaking Stafford who is a lot older than Watson. Like Watson's not gonna go. Yeah, he's up. a lot older, but he's really yeah, good. Yeah, he like, he's Stafford is really good. The thing is about Watson about uh, Stafford is he's kind of he has a similar image to Watson except he's older. Like people are just like he's he's not as athletic, obviously. But they both have the same identity in regards to they have well, at least won. Watson's won a playoff game. Watson has won a playoff game, and Watson's talent is way better yes. than Matthew Stafford's. Like he's an elite quarterback, Matthew Stafford isn't. Matthew Stafford is still like arguably oh, a top yeah, 10 he's, quarterback. He's very good. If Stafford played for any other team than the Lions, oh my god. I know. Yeah, and well now we'll see. He's gonna be on the Rams, mm-hmm. who have a ton of weapons and mm-hmm. Sean McVay to coach. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how long it lasts, but they should be in contention well, for a couple of years at least. The, the the Lions get two first-round picks to probably waste and a third-round pick and Jared Goff. I, I have more faith in the Rams getting Stafford than I do in the, in the Lions getting Well, here's the, thing, here's the thing about uh, Stafford is that, you know, he could walk in two years. So this is really – uh, they have to win a Super Bowl within the next two years or three years, yes. whatever his contract is, two or three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to do it. Otherwise, yeah. this trade is not but, worth it at all. Uh, again, like I was just saying, long term, I, I think it, it does set up the uh, the lines better ish, depending on how well they use the, those picks. Yeah, I have to see but, the draft. I mean, short term, yeah. obviously, yeah. I would have to say the Rams won this because. It's just the the Lions are never yeah. seem to draft. We'll, we'll, we'll right. see what happens. We'll see what happens. There'll be something yeah. discussed in the offseason episodes. Um, I think, yeah, nothing. Uh, well, we did news? touch on uh, the Texans hiring their coach last week, and I, I mean, we didn't. Wait, I didn't get to do research, and I just wanted to do some something interesting, something interesting about the Texans head coaching hire last week. David Coley here. Cooley broke. Um, mm-hmm. that, um, I was gonna say, he's. I don't know if that's necessarily like. I know he he reportedly had a good, um, what's it called? He had a good like rapport with uh, Watson, but yeah, it's not gonna matter because <laughs> Watson still kind of wants out. I think that's a pretty bad. Yeah, because choice. as a guy from the Ravens, our passing game was not that good, and actually. You remember in 2014 when the um, when the Chiefs ha- didn't have a single touchdown from a wide receiver? 
He was there. Was he, he was there? the uh, quarterbacks coach uh, or something. He was something. Yikes. So, yeah. Yikes. That's nice. Well, we'll see how this goes. It doesn't look good, but who's to yeah, say? Well, uh, let's say. <laughs> well, we'll see. Oh, and um, COVID, that... uh, COVID news-wise, our Super Bowl is a good to go. Although, we had a little bit of a scare as the Chiefs barber tested positive while they were cutting their hair. <laughs> I guess. Yep. I guess it was. Luckily, it was like a. Um, uh, I wouldn't say a non-important cheese player, but a non-big name cheese player. But Patrick Mahomes, yeah, Patrick Mahomes star. was there going to get his hair cut from the guy. So, because you could you that imagine would be so if, bad if Mahomes yeah. couldn't play in the Super Bowl, they sh- if that happened, they I would demand. That they, <laughs> I would hope the world would demand that they yeah. re- well, he can schedule. He, the, the, if we don't, if, if we don't get yeah. Mahomes or the dude that got his hair cut. I forget who it was, but he um they were both wearing masks and he was mid cut when he when the barber found out that yeah. um he tested positive. So they, they were both wearing masks and so if he continues to test negative this week, he will travel uh, I don't he's not gonna travel with the team, I don't think. Uh but he's going to travel and be there for the game if he continues to test negative through this week. Well, Wait, did they uh, not travel already? Yeah. I thought they already traveled. I thought they were already there. I think I mean, they already traveled. Wednesday. But the Super yeah. Bowl, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl schedule is different. I know because they don't have media day and everything this year. Oh, that's right, they don't. But I thought I they they go like early. That's why nobody's there for like the Pro Bowl because they got to go like early. But well, regardless, you know, we'll we'll be there next year. Uh, what? Yes, it's this a Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, correct? Okay. I said that as if it's In any case, well, that's going to conclude yeah. this week's um, award show. Yes, sir. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. We will be there next week after the Super Bowl. If you like what you hear, share it with your friends. Maybe check out the support button. We are do not mm-hmm. get paid for this, obviously. Check no. out the support button. <laughs> so have a great week. See you guys next yeah, Thursday after the Super Bowl. Go, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.